Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're doing our Fantasy Football Awards for the 2021 season. End off our season with the award show is always a fun way to do it. We're going to take a little couple month hiatus. After this show, not much happens in January and February in fantasy football. So I don't think we can really add much to the conversation over those couple months. We'll come back right around um, NFL free agency time, which starts in the middle of March. So th- that's always a that's a great time of the year, seeing who are these where everyone's going to go and what kind of fantasy impact we think it'll make. So we'll be back around there. But in the meantime, go keep going to Instagram, our Instagram page. That'll be our main source. I'll still be putting some updates out there couple times a week, Instagram.com slash fantasy football profit. Who knows what? Some random list of stuff that I find interesting. Maybe some picks for next year. So go follow us on there and you'll keep getting a couple things a week on our Instagram page. But awards. Here we go, Jeff. Let's just start off. We're gonna start off with the best. We're gonna start off with MVP. MVP. Who's your MVP? Pick? There's only MVP. two options. So yeah, there's two. I'm going. I'm going with the running back. I'm going with okay. Jonathan Taylor. Um, I could argue either one, but Jonathan Taylor was amazing. He was the only guy that was up there in production as far as like Derrick Henry when he was really going off before the injury. He finished so far ahead of number two, who was Eckler. Um, I was just blown away, and he was even though he didn't maybe have that that you know giant punch at the end. Um, he was consistent throughout, and he was. Uh, obviously a huge reason why so many people won their leagues this year. Um, so Jonathan Taylor, he was um, unbelievable. He was, he, he had a stretch there where you're just, you're not going to lose if you had Jonathan Taylor or in the case of our league, if you have Jonathan Taylor and Cooper cup, on uh, uh, the champion in our league had both. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, he traded for Eckler, didn't he? Yeah. God, Mark, what was Mark doing? Mark just he had, there, he had Devo too, I think. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, wild. It, yeah, you can't get it. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. That was a good team. Good job, John. Yeah. If you're listening, yeah. that, good job. Yeah. But you know, I'm going with Cooper Cup. I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch it up. So yeah, I was gonna say, which way are we gonna go? Yeah. So Cooper Cup will be my pick. So you like Taylor did have a big advantage, but if you in, like, if you go like half PPR, <laughs> Cooper Cup's advantage. Um, if let's see, if I go PPR. Cooper Cup's advantage over second place, which was Devontae Adams actually in PPR. I think Debo was number two in standard. But mm-hmm. his advantage over Devontae Adams in PPR was 4.4 points per game difference over Devontae Adams. Taylor's then difference is so essentially Jonathan Taylor, standard league MVP, Cooper Cup, PPR league MVP. If you want to look at it that way, that's yeah, kind yeah. of how it played out in I- reality. Is absolutely fine with that. <laughs> yeah, that's really if you look at the numbers, Jonathan Taylor is only 0.5 points per game ahead of Eckler in PPR, but obviously he has a he has a 2.5 point advantage in standard. And then Cooper Cup, who had the four point whatever over Devontae Adams in PPR, only has a 0.9 advantage over Debo in standard. So it's a pretty clear difference. Jonathan Taylor is the standard league MVP by far. Cooper Cup is the PPR league MVP by far. It just is. So that's I think those are the picks. No one else can tell you. I mean, no, those are the, those are the MVPs. They're the MVPs. It's pretty straightforward. I don't think we have to get into it. It's just amazing what they did. Cooper cup almost set records for receptions and yardage. He came very close. Didn't get it, but he was extremely close. Just an amazing year. So yeah, easily. If you got those guys, you were 
you're having a good season. So yeah, you probably yeah, won but- some titles. But all right, let's go to the let's go let's go to the bad side here. Our bust of the year. I wonder <sighs> if we're gonna have the same one here or not. not we'll find I mean, out. I feel like we should because I unless you completely forgot about him, because I I cannot get over how giant of a cliff he just fell off of. And that's Allen Robinson. 100%, we talked about yep. it before, but oh my gosh. I mean, I, I truly cannot figure out what to associate the giant. I mean, goose egg that he laid this year. I, I can't imagine that is him unless there was some injury we didn't know about. It has to be, uh, I don't know. There, everything has to collide and just be off for you for a year in order for this to happen where it's not injury. It's not anything else. Um, yeah. The team wasn't very good. Yeah. You had a young quarterback, but we've seen a lot of number one wide receivers be able to overcome that to at least be a decent wide receiver. He wasn't even in the game plans to the fact that like Mooney was like overcame him for number one. Um, anyway, uh, Alan Robinson, I, I cannot wrap my head around it. That's how big of a bust he was this year. 100%. He's the pick. He's the bust of the year. It's not even close. I, I don't, I, I, I'm out of, I do not know how to like how to talk about it or what happened. I mean, he was a borderline top 10 wide receiver who beat like at the beginning of the year who just did absolutely nothing. And he was out there for most of the year. It just, he disappeared. It makes no sense. I don't understand it. I, you know, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know what to do with him next year. Cause I feel like it was that just who know. I don't know. I don't no. know. It's such a crazy thing. Cause I don't feel like it was talent fell off the cliff. Like he didn't just lose all the talent he had. This guy was good. What happened? New coach next year. We'll see if that changes things, but Alan Robinson, I mean, it's, it's, it, he's the pick by far. He blew everyone away in this category. Congratulations, Alan. You won by a lot. But yeah, I know. And <laughs> I'll throw some I other. Mean- I, I did. I'll say I, I talked about. I had made a post on Instagram of the bus. So I'll just throw out some names. Oh, sure. Aaron Robinson wins. But the other names I threw out there, Mike Davis, 100%. We, we were not on board. If you listen to us, you didn't draft him. But a lot of people did. And he was a big time bust. Yeah. Um, I put out Miles Gaskin because Miles Gaskin was a bust. I'm telling you, he was a bust. People, some people had some came back at me, but this guy was so inconsistent. You couldn't, you never knew when to use him. And at the end of the year, he honestly just disappeared. He ended up RB26, and that's with a lot of injuries to get him to 226. So Miles Gaskin, I'm telling you, this guy was a bust. <laughs> Kenny Galladay. Oh, 100%. but he's a huge one. Yeah, yeah. You know, Saquon. Some was yeah. injury, but you know what? Even when he wasn't hurt, nothing was happening. He wasn't playing yep. well. Um, Russell Wilson, he, you know what? The, he, he played better at the end of the year, but if you had Russell Wilson as your quarterback, I doubt you made the playoffs. So that's – it just didn't happen. Chase Claypool, I feel like, was kind of a bust on the year. Didn't really he, – he ended up a wide receiver 37. I know. We, I, I, only, I give him a pass because we know why. Yeah, I mean, we're, I mean, Deontay yep. Johnson still, you know, got it done. But yep. the truth is, Roethlisberger, uh, yeah, know, he just doesn't I mean, have it anymore. But he's yeah, in the he just doesn't have it. So he we'll has, He made. I mean, I, I do feel good for him. Like you're going to get <laughs> yeah. sent off. It would have been a terrible way to go if that if that oh. game ended in a tie and he didn't oh, get man. it. Oh, but yeah, Rob, Robbie Anderson, hundred Robbie Anderson, another big yeah. That one is kid. almost that was almost laughable how how bad yep. that one went for him too. Um, and then. Uh, Terry McLaurin. Yeah, finally. I was, I was going to say. Wide receiver 25. When is it going to finally come out? We This was a huge discussion going into the year, and everyone hated on me for saying Terry McLaurin was going to be a bust. Wide receiver 25. That's not good. 
No, no, he was he was there. Everyone was saying he's going to be a top ten guy, and yeah, I was just, like, it, no, he is absolutely not, and I don't think he's going to be in the top twenty. And he did not. He was right. Yep. There you go. So Terry yeah. McLaurin. You could throw Mari <laughs> Cooper out there. He he finished back into the twenties, and a lot of that he had a really great game at the start, but yeah, maybe not. But yeah. All right, here we go. Let's go to breakouts. Breakout player of the year. Who's your breakout? Um, there's a lot of guys that you could go with. I'm going to go with uh, the young gun that was setting. I mean, I think he did. He set a rookie record, but Jamar Chase, everyone thought he could be good, but he exceeded every expectation to the fact oh, yeah. where it, I, I don't remember a young wide receiver. I mean, Justin Jefferson, other than that one, I guess yeah. there is actually yeah. a lot. Yeah, I could yeah. keep naming it off, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but quite as, as good as this, because, um, he was unbelievable and he had a bunch of talent around him. So he didn't really need to produce and he just found a way to get in the end zone. And, and, and not only can you be a possession guy, but you can stretch the field and go deep. He's a playmaker. He just lived up to the hype and he ended up as uh, the third overall wide receiver. So yep. that breakout is, you know, sufficiently done. I, 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 that's why I chose him. Yeah. So he, he was, he was awesome. Like better than, better than expected. You know, and part of it, remember the preseason guy can't catch the ball. <laughs> you remember that, whole, that, that storyline. I actually downgraded him a little bit. I was like, Hey man, I don't know what's going on. And I just didn't want to take that chance. And I was wrong. Jamar chase was awesome. So awesome. Just great season. Uh, I didn't go Jamar chase. I want another receiver guy who finished one spot ahead of him. Debo Samuel. So yep. Debo mean, the, the, it was Brandon Ayuk was the talk. Brandon Ayuk should be on a bus list. He's actually so like forgotten that I don't even think about Brandon Ayuk for a bus anymore. Like, he should have been on that, that list I posted. Um, Debo Samuel became the guy and ended up second in standard scoring on the year and did it in different ways, you know, not just receiving, but obviously the running, getting those touchdowns. That's why it's uh, we are a little, little hesitant for next year because I'd like more volume, but the guy was so good and it was unexpected. I didn't expect it. And it just kept happening no matter what, just kept going. It kept getting these touchdowns, kept run, running the ball in this and end up being an awesome year for Debo Samuel. So I'm going to put him as my breakout. Just not sure where he's going to be next year. He's, he's going to be good, but I'd like to see him get more volume. I, people, I hear people talking, Oh, you should have running back eligibility, but why do you want him to have running back eligibility? What would that do for you guys? So <laughs> people are clamoring for that. It, you I want mean, it, you want it the way you have becoming, it. It's becoming more and more difficult you, you to want, get get running backs, right? So if you can yeah, just load your I guess. whole roster. But he, uh, uh, the actual numbers where he had like 7% of his snaps are running back. He's not getting running back yeah. eligibility. So, But uh, Debo, it'd be my breakout for that. Bit. Yep. All right, here we go. Surprise. Surprise of the year. Who's your surprise? Um, this one really did surprise me. I'm I'm still blown away by it when I look at his numbers, but James Conner, I did not think that he was going to be I, I wasn't even sure if he was going to be relevant to be quite honest. I wasn't sure how healthy he was. I wasn't mm -hmm. sure what kind of uh, you know, position or or you know, piece yeah. of the pie he was going to have in the backfield at Arizona and he comes out and he is the fourth overall running back this year. I mean, first of all, he's a feel good story. I mean, good for him, man. Um I, I don't know. I, I feel good about it. And he just surprised the heck out of me. I got to give him a, a ton of props. He, oh, yeah. He would be, he's on my short list. He's not my pick, but 100% on my short list. And he was, yeah, completely surprising. I didn't expect any of that at all. But it was great to see. Just touched, it started with the touchdowns early on, right? It was just, he was just getting all the touchdowns, getting all the touchdowns. Then it became just more. 
but great year for James Conner. Completely unexpected. Didn't see yeah. it coming. I think um, he had 18 touchdowns. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> what do you he end up as top? Is he top five? Where did he end up? Fourth. Um, fourth? Fourth, fourth running back. Man, just a great like the, year. The only three people that outshined him were Jonathan Taylor, obviously, Austin Eckler, and Joe Mixon. Yeah. Who had just, all of them had banner years. Yeah, just a just a great year for James Conner. So I went with a different pick here, though. Um, I went with Cordero Patterson. He came out of nowhere. Didn't expect Cordero Patterson at what 30 years old. He's always been a, a gadget player. And all of a sudden he was actually getting real work and he ends up becoming, um, I think he's a top 10 running back on the year. So Cordero Patterson didn't expect any of that. Didn't see it coming. And he had a really good season. It's completely probably there's a couple like waiver wire player pickups. You'd call this year. Cordero Patterson's probably the top one. Amon Ross St. Brown might be there as well. One of those two guys would be like some of the best waiver wire pickups, but Cordero Patterson for sure. So he's my pick for surprise of the year with Cordero. Yeah, uh, I don't think there's an argument to be made with that one. <laughs> no one thought he was going to actually be running no. back. No one thought that. I mean, he's been around forever. So yeah, didn't didn't see it. But another right. feel good one. One last award. This isn't a good award for people, but it's not really an award. I don't know what it is. It's the player that you don't believe in for 2022 who may have had a really good season in 2021 that we're just like, eh, don't see it happening. 20. Who's your pick? Well, you already talked about him. It's Debo. Is it? Okay. hundred percent. I don't believe in him. Um, and I don't believe him in the way that I, I don't think he's going to be in the top 10. I would never draft him that way. I know he's going to be by a lot of people, but yeah, I, I've mentioned this before, I think on a, a couple of podcasts before, but nothing I how can you recreate this year I mean it really was a magical season for him everything worked and if you take away some of the snaps because you know you'll have the running backs back you won't have as much injuries um Kittle is back a full season like uh he is uh Ayuk is still there obviously yeah he might be the number one but I also don't even know how much they're going to pass because it's probably going to be Trey Lance i I just hate everything that is going to be happening around him. And sure, they'll try to figure out ways to get the ball in his hands, but his ability to get in the end zone this year was otherworldly. And I can't imagine him being able to recreate that. So um, when I say, is he a good player? Yeah, absolutely. But And I'm, I'm really happy that he did so well. But the success he had this year being number two wide receiver overall, I don't think he is going to come anywhere near that ever again. I think this was, I think that was just, crazy what was able to occur so i think he's more of like a wide receiver 15 next year and i know people are going to be drafting him in the top five you know i don't know what to think about debo i do know though when you think about it like i just cannot see myself wanting debo as my wide receiver wide receiver one i it's there wasn't enough volume at the receiver position i feel like and just the way the touchdowns happen running the ball just feel like they're not, you can't do it again, right? And what happens if they have Raheem Mostert back and they have Elijah Mitchell out there and maybe Trey Sermon gets a little more work and Jeff Wilson's there the whole year? Do they use the actual running backs more? And Debo's not getting that work and he just becomes a really good receiver, a good receiver too. I don't know if I want to say I don't believe in him yet, but I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to draft him where he's going to be drafted. That's you know where I'm at with Debo right now. But it's just... It's one of those players that maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe we'll both be wrong. But I mean, he had he had eight rushing touchdowns. 
I know that's that's it, hard it, to recreate that, right? And that it, was with a lot I mean, of running incredible. backs. A lot of injuries to running backs. Is, it, I guess all the running backs in San Francisco always get hurt, so that could always happen. Yeah, but <laughs> he had and he had uh, how many? I think four. One. Uh, yeah, he had four games where he had receiving yards of over 150 yards. I remember watching a couple of them. And you can't, I mean, you can't, some guys are unstoppable going deep, right? You, you're like Randy Moss is always going to be able to do that. Uh, you, you know, whatever. Tyreek, you're, you're trying to contain him. This one, it, was, it would be like he caught it, two guys collide, and he runs by him for like an 80-yard touchdown. And you're like, right. that's amazing. But yep. how many times can that yeah, happen? Can you it do happened it? multiple times yeah. during the year. And you're kind of like, that's not, that's not normal. Not to mention, you know, you have to rely on like a second-year quarterback to make the good reads and, and everything of that. And they've already seen him do it. So I do wonder if they would play this offense completely differently, every defense. And I say that, and you're probably like, Hey, he was doing it all year. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Like if you, why weren't you throwing the defense at him? I, I do not know why he made it work. I just, I can't wrap my head around this happening two years in a row for, right. for this particular guy. I'm not as far as like, I'm not, I'm not as much a, a off, off Debo, but I'm just not as, I'm yeah. just not confident either. I'm with you there. So my pick is actually my pick of surprise, but it's the guy I don't believe in is Cordero Patterson. I don't believe in it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I don't. And he was really good for most of the year. But let me talk about these last four games. And starting in week 15, 11 carries for 18 yards, two catches for five. Week 16, seven carries for 14 yards. He did get a touchdown, but he had one catch for a negative one. Week 17, nine carries, 28 yards two catches for 24, and then the final week, four carries for 11 yards with one catch for one yard. You know, early on in the year, he was getting he was getting receptions, and he had games of 58, 82, 82, 60, 126 yards, and that's what was getting him there. And then after that 126-yard game receiving he had in week nine, he never got above 27 yards again. He never had more than three catches again, and that was just one time he had three catches. He had more carries for a stretch, but even then he wasn't necessarily like dominating with that work. It was great for this stretch. And then at the end, it kind of tailed off. So even though he was a big surprise to me, um, and you know, he ended up with only a 4.0 yards per carry, not huge either. And I think he's going to be overdrafted. He's going to be what? 31 years old. Yeah. He's going to be 31. A guy who's never done this before. I, I kind of feel like it's it's very fluky. I'm just not not expecting it next year for Cordero. I don't know who else is going to be there, but I'm not expecting Cordero to do what he did this year and become a top ten running back. I won't. You won't see him on any of my teams. No, I'm I'm, I'm with it. He he will be drafted too high, and and it was a. I mean, once again, I, I don't want to take anything away from these guys because they did Great such story. a good job. Great year. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of fluky things had to happen. Will Ridley be back? Uh, Pitts obviously another year. They're not going to have Mike Davis as the number one running back. I can't imagine them coming into the year saying Cordell Patterson is our guy. I think they'll end up being, um, hey, he's the guy we can put in. You know, he's running back number two. We can put him in the game, and he's also going to be like wide receiver number three. And we'll just use him however we need him, and they'll probably hurt him because there is no one else on this team to give the ball to. Yep. So uh, I, I agree with you. Wonderful to watch him show out, but yeah, not bad. Nah. All right, there we go. There's the awards. That wraps up 2021. We'll be uh, take a couple months off, you know, 
enjoy the playoffs. That's about all you'll have. There isn't any fantasy to talk about. Nothing's going to change. We're not going to know any new information. But we'll be back right, probably right before free agents, probably like maybe a couple days before free agents even get going. We'll we'll have a show, talk preview it a little bit, who's a free agent, where we think they're going, and then we'll start talking about the free agents. And then after that, it goes right into the draft. So be all kinds of stuff at that point. And then, you know. Football season doesn't really end too much. This is like a two-month break where fantasy ends. But after that, you know, just go play some daily fantasy if you want. Maybe I'll have some daily fantasy picks on Instagram for you. Check that out. I haven't been actually too good the last couple of weeks. If you saw my daily fantasy picks this weekend, they were pretty bad. But week 18 is tough. <laughs> what do you do? All right, that'll do it. Talk to you guys, I guess, in a couple months. Talk to you then.